I watched a show last night on Sky called Exterminate All the Brutes. Excellent. Absolutely excellent. A bit arty for my tastes. Um, but look, that's just a kind of personal preference thing. And it's about the history of racism, essentially. The history of white supremacy. And it goes back as I fucking rabbit on endlessly about you have to pull back and pull back and pull back before you can kind of understand anything so there's no point in you looking at a you know that fucking tiki torch rally in um what the fuck place was it called in the states was it last year charlottesville or whatever it was or there's, there's no point in talking about the you know the rise of the right in europe and you know all these racist incidents and you know people not liking immigrants and immigrants being used and refugees being used as a reason to leave the eu there's, there's no fucking point in talking about any of that nonsense if you don't understand fucking colonialism for a start if you don't understand about the rape and pillage of africa as a continent and of north and south america as continents if you can't wrap your head around any of that or if you not that you can't wrap your head around any of it but if you don't understand it and i don't mean that you need to be a fucking historian and get a degree in history to understand these things all i'm all i'm saying is if you don't understand how america became america and why half the countries in africa speak fucking french and dutch and fucking english and god knows what else and not you know their native tongues if you don't understand the gist of those things you've no hope of understanding institutional fucking racism in the united states today or the rise of the far right in europe today or any of that you have to be able to understand it from fucking way back when and that's what i strive to do with off the lead as best as i can fucking as best as i can as limited as my knowledge is in everything that i talk about i do make a genuine effort to pull back and not necessarily talk about the history of everything but just give you a or to myself, should I say, a broader understanding of something before you kind of hone in on, on anything specific. But I watched it with herself, and there was a part whereby it was explaining very briefly, it was just kind of glossing over the history of colonialism in Africa. How the Dutch and the French and the English and the Belgians and the Germans fucking raped Africa as fast as is humanly possible, or was humanly possible at the time. And herself said jesus like did, did you know all of this stuff and i said well yeah like, i knew most of it like and she said it during the movie or not the movie that it's a four-part uh, mini-series mini-documentary highly recommend you watch it now i'm only an episode in so i'll report back on maybe the other episodes but look if the first episode is anything to go by the rest of it's going to be just as good it's hbo need i say more but when herself asked me did I know much or any of this stuff? I said I did, but she picked her moment while we were watching us. You know when you get a lull and nobody's really saying anything, it may be cutting from scene to scene or whatever. She just said it in the moment and I answered in the moment and then we watched, you know, the, the, the next 20 minutes of it or whatever it was. But it got me thinking this morning. I woke up and I don't know why, but it was in my mind. And I got up, got the kids ready, brought them to um, crash in school and I'm just about to do a bit of a shopping. She was long gone. She's gone at the crack of dawn. She's off to work. So I haven't been chatting to her since. But I've been just thinking about how is it that I know it and she doesn't know it? Because as I've mentioned many a time before, herself has an IQ off the charts in comparison to me. She's a, Her IQ is just way higher than me. She's not necessarily more knowledgeable about certain things than I am. She obviously is about things that she has more of an interest in. But 
if it came to it, if the two of us had to study for something, she'd win because she is just a better processor basically than I do. But she was, in comparison to me at least, ill-informed on this particular topic. And it just got me thinking, I was like, how do I know? Instead of wondering how she didn't know, I started to wonder, how do I know about all these different things? Or about this thing in, in particular? And I tried to think to myself, like, when did I fucking learn about all this kind of stuff? And I realised, I probably learned it in history. And then I went, fuck, did she do history in school? And I haven't been chatting to her since now, so I don't know. And it doesn't really matter, because people who study history don't know all of history. So people who actually study history, they know what they know the bits they studied about. So if somebody who's studied history might know about, let's say, colonialism, what the fuck chance has somebody who didn't study history have of knowing what colonialism is? I mentioned in an episode, only one or two episodes ago, about the idea of of people's interests and how we don't choose what we find interesting. In a weird way, they our interests choose us. We... And the analogy that I gave was, I never decided one day that I was going to look up loads of different fighting styles and learn about taekwondo or jiu-jitsu or muay thai or boxing or wrestling or any of these things. I never really consciously decided that I wanted to do that. I just found myself in an MMA gym one day and kind of took it from there. But I was I was drawn to it. It pulled me in as opposed to my seeking it out. And that's in relationship to me and mixed martial arts. But I did an episode, I don't know, 50 episodes ago about sphincters. And I didn't wake up one day and go, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to investigate sphincters. I just, I, I, I want to do this. I, I didn't. I ended up fucking clicking on some video on YouTube and going down a rabbit hole. But again, it pulled me in. I didn't seek it out. And I have an interest in history, and not everybody does. In the same way that other people, I know, they love what they love. They love fucking certain type of music, or they love maybe a certain type of history that I've no interest in. I've no real interest in, I was about to say I have no real interest in the history of music. But see, I'm a weirdo. I get, I'm interested in fucking everything. And that's great, to a degree. But there's a, there's a downside. Like most things that are good in our lives, there's a downside to it. And conversely, a lot of the bad things in our lives have an upside. I mean, you might be addicted to alcohol, but maybe alcohol is what gets you through the fucking day. So it's very rarely that something is either all good or all bad. And being interested in, you know, loads of things, like I'm pulled left, right and fucking centre, okay? I I can't stick with the one thing for any length of time. You might have noticed. Um, and that's that's great because it means that I have a really really broad understanding of a lot of things. But the downside of it is I'll never be an expert in anything. Not that that's fucking something that I really want to be, but I'll never know as much about a certain topic as somebody else. And look, I don't mind, but it is a downside. Okay, you can't you can't have it both ways. You can't know a little bit about everything and everything about all those individual bits. There's just not enough hours in the day. And a big downside 
that I've found, that I've learned over the years about being pulled in all sorts of different directions and having interests in everything is I tend to have a little bit more of an an identity issue than most people. I think, I don't know this for certain now, but I'd be inclined to think that I would suffer from, I don't know if you... Identity anxiety, for want of a better term there. I've just coined the new term, okay? And what I mean by that is, if somebody wants, if somebody meets me, or let's say if I have, if I have to write a paragraph about myself, some people who are mad football heads will just say, oh, I'm a huge big football head, I've been following Liverpool my whole life, I, I love, I eat, breathe and sleep football, I'm just a big giant football head. And they're defined by their one big main interest. And there's nothing, again, there's nothing right or wrong here. But with me, I, I, I would struggle to define myself. And again, that's not all bad and it's not all good. It's, it's a, a probably a healthy mixture of both. But I get drawn from wanting to brew wine to wanting to grow my own food to martial arts, to writing poetry, to playing fucking different sports, watching 101 different documentaries, being a podcaster, doing YouTube videos, and the fucking list goes on and on and on and on and on. And being defined as somebody who's kind of into everything is a little bit wishy-washy. I mean, fucking nail it down, lad. But that's as much as I can nail it down too that I'm interested in everything. And again, it's not that I'm interested in everything. It's every I find everything interesting. Things things jump out at me. And like a real practical downside of that is I've had 20 jobs in the last 20 years. Now the upside of that of course is that I've had 20 jobs in the last 20 years. Like I've said innumerable times in this podcast already, if it's one thing, if you're if you're if you're met with a proposition of, is it this way or is it the other way? Jesus, like 90% of the time, it always seems to be a bit of both. And it doesn't matter if those two things contradict each other because we're not, we're not congruent. We, we should strive to be congruent, but we're not congruent. Not a fucking bit of it. And I think a really good example of that is we all know that we should eat healthily. We all know that we should have a balanced diet of, you know, meat and vegetables and get our macronutrients and our micronutrients and drink loads of water and not smoke and not drink the head of ourselves and not eat biscuits to beat the band and all the rest of it. Like, we all know all that and we, we'll tell our kids to, you know, behave and all the rest of it. Do we do this ourselves? Do we fuck? We do to a degree. But the idea that we are all completely congruent and that we don't contradict ourselves endlessly is fucking nonsense, like. Because we do, each and every one of us. We're a fucked up species, like. We're, we're, we're a species that's overwhelmed, especially in the kind of more modern, industrialised Western world. Fuck me. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here in a car park and I'm looking out and there's signposts and there's different models and makes of cars. There's different trees from presumably all over the fucking world. There's a rack of stainless steel trolleys and glass and steel and brick and concrete and mortar and wires and lampposts and bulbs and fucking all sorts of everything. We're just overwhelmed endlessly all the time that's what living in the western world is it's just living in a perpetual state of being overwhelmed and maybe that's why we allow corporations and governments and businesses to fuck us over so effortlessly basically because we're just so torn from fucking every which way or at least i feel i am and maybe maybe this is just me that's something that i have to kind of endlessly remind myself about is when I say when I say we are it's the it's the fucking royal we it's it's me that I'm fucking talking about like like I don't know if other people are as torn as I am but I 
I can't help but feel that how could you not be? And I think we're so overwhelmed for the most part by modern life between you know the stress of work, the stress of parenting, the stress of just traffic, the stress of the fucking food we eat and where we have to buy it and like we know we know so much of what we do in life is is wrong and that we shouldn't be doing it, but you know we we were steeped in this shit. We fucking swim around in it. It's like a a fish complaining about the quality of the water. It's like yeah, you can moan about it all you want, but I mean, try it on land. See how fucking far that gets you. Here's one for you. I have to ring a guy later on today about coming on the podcast. He's a big union man, and he when I was chatting to him a couple of weeks ago said, in the meantime, before you ring me and before we meet up and do this this conversation, I'm going to send you over a couple of links and you can learn about this part of the unionist movement and that part of the unionist movement. And I'm talking about labour unions now, not up the north. And he said, you can have a read of this, have a read of that, and then we'll, you know, we'll take it from there. And what I said to him was, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to do that. And he said, what do you mean? And I explained that if I did that, if I went down the labour union rabbit hole, then me and him, when we finally do get to sit down and have a good chat, we'd have a much more in-depth conversation about the topics at hand. And that would be great for me and him, but not necessarily for the people that are listening. Because what, I've off, what I always strive to do with the conversations that I have with people, I don't try and learn a lot about the person that I have coming on. I don't try and learn about them personally or anything that they have an interest in or want to talk about. Because if I did then by the time we sit down and have a chat and by the time that the audience gets to listen to it, I, we'd be speaking above and beyond the audience. I want to bring the audience with me on, on the journey. On, I want, to, I want to, to bring them on the kind of learning curve with me. I don't want to leave them out of the loop. That would defeat the whole purpose of having conversations with people. But in relation to the, the documentary series, the HBO documentary series that's on Sky that I referenced at the very start of this, it's called Exterminate All the Brutes. Highly recommend it. In relation to that, I've spoken to herself about racism before. Undoubtedly, over the last... Like, we're with each other fucking, I don't know, 10, 11, 12 years or something. Racism has certainly come up before. But it's only now, a decade later, that I'm after realising and appreciating that she maybe didn't cover this in history or maybe didn't do colonialism in history, so doesn't understand where all this shit is fucking rooted. And it's just got me thinking, because me that harps on about education so much, if I was to write the syllabus for secondary school or even primary school education, just as a thought experiment, like what would you talk about? Like you'd have to talk about colonialism, obviously, but I say that. Like what am I ignorant to that will be top of somebody else's fucking list that should be taught in schools. Maybe it's something about health. Maybe it's something about fitness. Maybe it's something about mental health. I don't know because I, what I'm what I'm wondering is I'm wondering what I don't know. So I'm never going to get to what I don't know. So shout out to anybody who's any interest in getting involved with this whole off the lead thing. Oh, at nine sixty forty seven eight eight eight. Let me know what you think should be fundamental should be a fundamentally integral part of the education system I would argue colonialism should be one of them now 
in Ireland, we know we tend to know a little bit more, I think, about colonialism than most other countries because we were raped and pillaged by the Brits for fucking eight hundred years. So, we're part of a colonial story. But there's very few nations that aren't, I suppose, in a way. So yeah, I can't figure out the thing that I don't know. So that's why I need I need help, basically. Okay. So if there's something that you think should be included in a new syllabus. Let me know. Oh at nine sixty forty seven eight eight eight. And on that note, I'll chat to you soon.